Welcome to the Spire Show. I just changed it out. It was the Scale and Exit Show. It's the Straight Fire Show. So uh, <laughs> it caught me off guard there a little bit. But, man, I am super excited. I've got my uh, good buddy, Al. Now, listen, guys. I get excited a lot. But today, this guy is iconic. Freaking iconic. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, Al's laughing. But, you know, I'm a huge marketing guy. This guy's much bigger than me. He is the former CEO of Bigfoot Interactive, Zeta Interactive, Epsilon, has done multi-hundred million dollar exits, um, former CEO of Epsilon, and if you guys are following in the news, Epsilon just sold for $4.4 billion. Um, Al is an innovative digital marker, a great human being, um, philanthropic through and through, has an amazing organization called Al's Angels, which we'll talk about. Um, but today I brought Al on because of his new role, which I'm um, super excited about, and I know he is as well, um, which is now the current president of N6A and is going to bring accountability to PR and really shake up the whole industry. So, Al, thanks for having, uh, having been on the show. Hey, Judge, I'm uh, equally excited and uh, pleased to be here with you. I really appreciate you taking the time. It's uh, As I'm sitting there listening to you talk about me, I'm kind of like, I'm blushing here in uh, in Connecticut, but I tell you, I think this assignment with N6A for me is probably one of the more exciting assignments that I've ever been involved with. You know, I spent a lot of my career. Uh, I started in the in the business actually sell, selling billboard advertising uh, back in the days when billboards were relevant, and then uh, then got into the magazine business and and uh, the digital marketing business and watched the kind of the rise and fall of legacy media. And uh, I, I'm excited about this assignment because PR has always kind of sat, and all the things that I've done, PR has, has sat kind of as an appendage, as something that was like, ah, nice to have. Isn't it cool that right. you got press and the Wall Street Journal and these trade pubs? Yeah, but they never ever kind of got knitted together with the kind of the, the outcomes and the business objectives of clients. It was always, okay, we're going to use TV, we're going to use radio, we're going to use online, we're going to build a website, we're going to get all this other stuff. And now I say that we're living in a say, an age of accountability. Mm-hmm. The guys that are manning the purse strings inside your companies, whether they're CFOs or a procurement or whatever, are saying, hey, Judge, hey, Al, we're spending all this money. Why aren't we getting better return on our investors? Why are we still lagging the field? They want a new level of accountability behind the people that are planning the marketing and media strategies to dollar spend versus the return on that investment. So when you look at PR, PR has kind of lived in this world of, hey, you know, we don't really need to uh, prove ourselves and we don't really need to tie that together with any kind of results, you know, bottom line results, agency or business building results or profitability. Those days are over. Those days are over. It's, it's coming to PR, coming hard to PR. Right. And I think we're in a position here at North 6A because we really kind of are, are, me being my direct marketing background, Matt being around direct marketing, you've been around direct marketing. We know a lot about the relationship between dollars spent and what we're getting for it. So, yeah. uh, and so I think Al, yeah, I mean, you, you, you're spot on, right? I mean, the CMOs, CFOs, CIOs, CEOs, it's the accountability, the 10-year is, is becoming shorter and shorter, right? The, yep. the board and the market and the street demands results. They demand yep. revenue. 
yep. and these agencies and marketers that are falling asleep at the at the wheel here are just going to become antiquated. And exactly. the thing that I love about your model and Matt's model is right now to me, content is king. Building reach and influence is king. And you guys are taking the importance of what you guys have coined. What I love is credibility assets, yep. right? There's nothing better to validate why somebody should buy a, a service or product from somebody until it's validated by a third party, which is a credibility asset, Wall Street Journal, PR, or whatever. But now you're taking those assets and you're putting paid media behind it, social campaigns behind it, measurements, analytics, and accountability to show ROI. I think you're going to shake up the industry just because you're, you're in position to do that where even yeah. digital marketing agencies can't because they don't have those credibility assets. You know, they, and I think he's hit on something before. It's beyond reach right now. Having great content and pushing it out to an audience that is not truly engaging with that content and taking uh, the desired action, right? You're trying to sell something. So one of the early strategy of digital marketing agencies has been, well, we're going to get out and we're going to blast it through a billion impressions and we're going to give you all this reach. Really not really not on the back end saying, hey, wait a second, is anyone actually engaging with the content? Are they taking the desired action? When you start to think about uh, market or business influencers, right? You want, you want to work with a network of those type of people with the right content so that they and the credibility they have with their audiences causes the audience to engage with that content and then take the desired action. Yes. Blowing stuff out into the wind, no matter how efficiently you can do it, it's not going to get the job done. And I, and like you, I've been around boards and investors for my whole career. And when you're a CEO of a company, you walk into a board meeting yeah. and the, the where's the my money? <laughs> yeah. Where, what, what are you doing with our money, man? Why aren't you growing? Why aren't you getting more sales? Why are you becoming more profitable? Uh, that's gotta, you've got to have the answer for that. If you don't, they'll go someplace else. Days of investors just say, Hey, this is a really nice idea. Uh, we'll give you 10, 20, 50 million dollars. Those days are over. So mm -hmm. it's just now a matter of you have to be accountable. Everyone in the chain and everyone in the network has got to be accountable. And if you're not going to be accountable, then you're going to be, whether you're a CMO or CIO or CEO, you're not going to move the needle. And you know something? It's really good news for people who get it, for business people mm -hmm. who get it, because they want a network of people that don't get it because you don't have to work all that hard. Right. When everybody out there is just kind of blowing in the wind, and you're going, no, 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 we're going to spend our money in places and leveraging media in a much more concerted, uh, bottom line driven kind of world. If you do that, you're going to start to see your business grow exponentially. Yeah. And what's, what's so exciting about the marriage of, of you with Matt and N6A is, you know, for the audience, historically, your background is digital direct response. I mean, you're, you're kind of the godfather in the sense of, of email. I mean, really direct response email, you know, listen, for the people that are watching this, go Google Al, I'll drop his bio in the notes. I mean, he is the real deal. I mean, he pretty much invented direct response email. Look at his track record. But the reason I bring that and surface that Al is you're going to apply that hardcore fundamental accountability, one-to-one -one direct response environment to now PR, it's never been done. 
No, and I think when you say email, the reason this whole philosophy and this whole way of doing business has occurred is we used to walk into, you know, I'm at Epsilon or Bigfoot Interactive, Fortune 50, Fortune 100 companies would say, oh my God, we're doing all this great email. Why isn't email working? And they go, wait a second, wait a second. Email as a channel is working. What's happening is you're not leveraging it correctly and engaging yes. in the audience, right? Amen. So here you are in PR for years, for decades, doing stuff where you're getting all this, you're, you're doing speaking and you're doing press releases and you're doing coverage and you're going, well, you know what? A pre PR is really not working. And we, I would always go in and say, what do you mean by working? Well, my business is not doing what it needs to do. Okay, so let's address that business outcome and let's figure out how we put all media, including PR, into alignment against the business goals and objective. That level of thinking, man, has yeah. never been done. Yeah. No one's ever stood up and said, prove to me that the right. press that I'm getting and the work that you're doing at your PR shop is actually moving the needle in my business. No one ever asked that question, much yeah. less the PR firms. They don't want to go there. They don't want to go there. No. It's like TV, like, like what's happening now just recently with this Avengers movie. I think it's kind of interesting. Avengers, typically movie producers would say, hey, you know what? Um, we're going to run a lot of uh, TV everywhere. So Avengers spent microscopic amounts of money in broadcast television. Right. And they spent the bulk of their money, a couple of million bucks, on social media and press. And guess what? The movie's got a, an opening that's just meteoric, right? Yeah. So legacy anything is under tremendous question. Irrelevant, and I, I like the whole idea of irrelevant media, yeah. irrelevant messaging. Someone says to you, well, you know, is, isn't all messaging relevant? No, it's not. If you don't really connect yeah, with that audience, it's irrelevant. If it's irrelevant, it's a waste of money. Yeah. So we're going to be all about it in 6A, and the work that we're going to work, do with our clients is we're going to have these discussions that are really kind of bottom line driven in terms of how we engage with the customer. What's your objectives? What's your goal? Who's your, by the way, Judge, who's your competitive set? Amen. All this, all this stuff isn't happening in a silo. Yeah. Not, you're in a competitive world, and it's changing in real time. So right. if you say, well, I'm going to do a campaign now. I'm going to wait three months and then adjust it. You're going to be out of luck. Right. Everything is being done in re, re, real time. The battle for the customer is happening in real time. And if you don't yeah. adjust the way you think, you're going yeah. to be out of luck. Yeah. You, you, you said something I want to bring back that's so important and near and dear to me. And, and most agencies and marketers fail with this. One, they forget about the freaking customer. Right. Which is fucking crazy to me. I don't understand that. And then the second thing is they don't do the diligence on the competitor. Where are you losing? Is it price? Is it service? Is it speed? Where are they weak? Where can you be strong? Where can you fix it? What are the customers saying about the competitors? Back, right? in, the old, back in the old days, Judge, I ran a magazine, with the, which was the world's largest computer magazine called Computer Shopper. We used to do an analysis of every ad in a magazine that folioed at 1,100 pages, okay? Wow. Yeah. Every ad we used to take apart every computer skew and bring it into a, a data repository so we could go back to a customer and they go, well, I'm Dell, I'm uh, Gateway, I'm, I'm losing, I'm not getting, your, your magazine's not working. Then we would take their product mix and put it against other products in the same magazine and go, here's why you're missing, buddy. You yeah. don't have the right components. You don't have the right price point. You don't have this. Change those things and you'll see your business grow. It's that simple. If, yeah. you, if you are not 
thinking and understanding the customer, what their need is, and providing what you provide as their solution in a competitive arena, underline, we can't beat that enough, competitive arena, everybody's not a jerk today. They're not letting you do right. whatever you want. They're watching you. And if you don't watch them, then you're going to be out there saying, well, I can't understand. I got a really great ad. I got a lot of great press. And yeah, but your, your, your product offering and your positioning isn't hitting the need of the customer and isn't standing up to the competitive set. As a result of that, right. you're going to, you're not going to work. It's not going to work for you. Yeah. And it's amazing. So Al, talk about um, this new, it's a new concept, right? It's, it's, it's outcome relations. And what are some of these business outcomes? So the CEOs, the marketers, the, the people that own business, what is N6A going to provide? What kind of business outcomes are you guys looking to well, deliver? We're going to sit, it's very, you know, it's very simple. This is stuff that, that most of us in direct marketing have been talking about for a long time, right? It's your number one outcome, my, in my opinion, is revenue. revenue. Right? I'm trying to drive revenue. Yeah. So how are you going about driving revenue? And how are you using media to drive revenue? What does the competitive set look like? You're trying to do whatever you possibly can and make that, we're going to make that front and center in every discussion that we have with a client. What is right. the, you're trying to recruit new talent. You're trying to uh, do a capital raise. You're trying to improve your, uh, your value. You're looking for, to, to bring M&A as part of the way you scale your business. Let's make sure that everybody's on the same page in terms of what the objective is. And those, most importantly, how you and how we are going to measure performance from a KPI standpoint on that that, that, on that goal, on that outcome. Right. So nothing is going to be left to chance. It's going to be, right. we're going to nail all of this down and say, here's what we're trying to achieve. Here's how we're going to assemble the assets. Here's what we're going to do for you that is in total alignment to that, those outcomes and to the people and the target audience, the personas that are, um, are focused in that area, right? Who are you trying to reach? What types of people are you trying to reach? How do, we engage, how do we, from a provider standpoint, from a content standpoint, from a positioning standpoint, from a mix in terms of what we put into the plan, how are we helping you right. engage with those folks? Now, big point on the back end is the analytics, right? Which mm -hmm. has never been, analytics is like a dirty word in the PR industry. Right. Like, we're going to go, hey, wait a second, we're not going to take, you're not going to just take our word for it. We're going to prove to you that it's actually happening. Yeah, I love that it. This is the metrics, right? Because that's what everybody else is living by, right? You, you're doing a broadcast right now. At some level, you're going to figure out whether people are watching or not, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if they're not watching, if they're not viewing your message, if they're not engaged with the message, it's great that you did all this, but it's really yeah. not, getting, not moving your business in the right direction. So we're right. going to look at that whole umbrella of different elements all geared towards, hey, you know what? We're looking at the competitive set. You're trying to drive revenue. We're looking at the competitive set. We're, we're seeing what they're doing. And then we're going to craft the right credibility assets for you so that we can help you compete with those competitors and do a right. better job in terms of engaging with the customer. Because if we're not providing that, then we're just throwing a lot of stuff up against the wall. Yeah. And if you're a media, any type of a media person or an <laughs> today, if you're just throwing a lot of stuff up against the wall, we're going to beat you every time because yeah. we're going to say, you got to be, you got to be targeted. You got to be focused. You got to be relevant. You got to be engaging. You got to, and it's all got to be geared towards your objective. And mm -hmm. we want to be accountable to that objective. Yeah. You know, Al, I, I don't know of one PR agency that is thinking this way or has this message. I mean, I think you guys are poised to just, I mean, the growth here feels like it's, 
I mean, how, how do you lose a pitch? If you're pitching another PR agency with what you just said, I think yeah. it's almost impossible to lose. But this is, this is what's happened in media, right? This is why we're going to win because nobody's having those conversations. Right. Nobody days, wants to have them. <laughs> no, exa- exactly. When it was back in the days of radio and billboards and print advertising and magazine advertising and online advertising, what's going on in terms of display media today online? The market has finally started to say, wait a second, wait a second. No I gave you all this money, billions of dollars. You gave me or millions of dollars. You gave me billions of impressions and I'm nowhere. I'm not yeah. winning. Yeah. And you think the, the display guys, the, all the, all the exchanges, you think they want to step up and go, oh, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> we can prove to you that all that display media is actually moving the needle. They're not saying that. No. Nobody's saying that. So over time, your media has a, has a meteoric rise, then it plateaus, and then it goes down, right? So th- that's, we're saying, let's get out ahead of, ahead of it. We know those questions are coming. It's just a matter of time because th- you're the last man standing in terms of the media mix PR. And now there's no one, there's no PR firm when we go head to head with them and prove that we can actually move the needle that is not going to be drawn into this conversation. And now it's a matter of whether they can provide it or not. We're thinking yeah. because of their mentality, they're not going to be able to provide it. In short, when I love the, uh, the nomenclature of business outcomes for, for a couple of reasons. And one thing you hit on, which is near and dear to me is, is revenue, right? If you yeah. lead with revenue, listen, I don't care. If you're profit or nonprofit, you're still trying to drive revenue, okay? Yep. Yep. So if the overarching thematic within 6A is we're here to solve and increase top line and bottom line, yep. and we're going to do it via these outcomes, you need better talent. We're going to recruit better talent. You need a capital raise. We're going to go get that. You know, you need more qualified leads. All these micro vehicles of business outcomes leads to the overarching one of revenue which is the foundation for every business right amen if your if your top line revenue is declining right you can have all the outcomes you want but everything's got to work in concert with driving top line and bottom line if you want to grow your company if you want to be profitable if you want to have an exit right right epsilon didn't exit for 4.4 billion because it wasn't making money and it wasn't driving top line right Publicis is buying this company because they're figuring out, well, we can take that piece, put it into inside of our operations, and hopefully catapult Publicis as an entity to the next level of success. Yeah. That's the only reason they're doing it. They're not doing it just because they like uh, you know, digital marketing. I mean, yeah. It, it, guys, listen, I mean, you're, you're getting this feedback. I mean, Al's not just ranting here. I mean, <laughs> Publicis just bought Epsilon. I mean, listen to this fucking number, 4.4 billion. I think, Al, that, that's the largest agency transaction ever recorded, right. Right. okay? And so somewhere well, in the- and, I'm sorry. Al, Al is a former CEO of Epsilon. Yep. Freaking amazing, right? So what you were saying is, profe- you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's got to be, you know, people listening to this, it's valid. It's going to happen. I mean, this isn't the first time you've looked in the, the crystal ball and been no. able to forecast the future, right? No, no. I mean, I, I think that whenever I've made acquisitions, like I said, I, we, we, we acquired DoubleClick. We've acquired uh, digital agencies. <clears throat> you know, uh, so whenever we looked at whatever we were going to spend, where it was $100 million, $150 million, the pro forma on those deals was, all right, we're going to lay out $150 million in cash. Now, what do we need to do when we bring those two things together? 
in order for that deal to be a good deal. Yeah. When you got a number like $4.4 billion, man, you're betting your ranch, everybody else's ranch, that you're going to be able to create enterprise value in tremendous excess of the $4.4 billion laying out. Right. So somebody made the case for, <clears throat> excuse me, why a $4.4 billion business is going to catapult the publicist organization. I haven't seen it yet, and right. it's financial engineering, right. but they're betting the ranch on the fact that that A plus B equals Z because yeah. it's just uh, – it's just an incredible amount of money. Well, but but what they are doing is, so when you look at Epsilon, and you, you know this, being the former CEO, Epsilon was a data and analytics results-driven digital agency. Right. You were taking that same mindset and the core fundamentals and just applying it to PR, which has never been done. Never been done. And so, that's, why, that's why there's a lot of things I could have done. But I mean, I think working with Matt, working with N6A, kind of being out ahead of this is really kind of an exciting thing. Because I want... We will, we'll take on everybody. I mean, I'll yeah. take on anyone in terms of this because I think we have, I know we have kind of the inside track on this whole thinking and this whole method and this whole strategy. Right. Yeah. I mean, this to me really <coughs> is the death of irrelevant PR. It's the death of irrelevant PR. It's, a, you know, irrelevant, everything else is kind of, uh, is preceded this. So now PR is going to have to deal with the same issue. You yeah. cannot just spray and pray. You cannot do that. You yeah, have totally. to be engaging. This millennial customer, this customer in general, does not have the time for irrelevance. Nor build the relationship, then, um, then this is the kind of diligence, this is the kind of work, these are the kind of analytics, this is the kind of strategy you must adopt. Now, I'm not trying to alert all the other guys to it because they're going to have to do some wild things to change their model, and it, it would have well, a tremendous here, here, impact. Here, Al, this is this is why I think you guys are so um, set up for success. N6A is small enough, yep. but big enough, and you know this. Being you and I have both played at all levels of agencies. Yep. N6A has enough horsepower. You're in a speedboat. You're in a cigarette boat. Okay. Edelman, these other guys, they're on a freaking cruise ship. Right. And they can't, they got, it, yeah, quick. they can't, they can't turn. Right. And N6A is big enough in that cigarette boat to take on a Nike, to take on a Gillette, to take on an IBM and deliver, but have the nimbleness and the wherewithal in, and really the balls to, to do something like this. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I, it's kind of like what we did in email. Before there was digital marketing agencies, we were an email provider. <clears throat> and uh, and we started saying, hey, customers were coming back to us and saying, my God, this is not working. This is not working. We'd say, well, your creative is lousy. Your targeting is lousy. Your landing pages are lousy. All those kind of things. And we, they would say to us, um, can you help us with that? And we'd say, no, we're just an email provider. Well, an email sending provider. And then they find, we finally said, wait a second. If the traditional agency is not addressing this issue, we'll just become, we'll just start putting agency services in here, yeah. hiring the right people and dovetailing to the objective and bingo, the whole thing exploded. So yeah. the same thing is going to happen in PR is your, the question is how well is your PR strategy doing to move the needle in terms of your business outcome? And you go, wow, I never really thought about that. We'll start thinking about it because we're here with a set of services and an acumen that is going to put that front and center in every discussion that we have with a client. I love it. 
So I know we're coming to a, a close on time here. What for those marketers or CEOs or anybody that's controlling dollars to help drive revenue, what, what piece of advice would you give them? I think you got to give us a call. I think what you're going to deal with in the N6A are business people who understand how important moving business outcomes, especially in today's market, is. So we're not going to blow a lot of smoke at you. We're not going to be puffery about the awards, awards that are your bottom line objectives. And we are going to, you're going to have a team of people, Matt, myself, others in the team, that are focused on doing everything we can to put what we provide in terms of assets and, and media and press and coverage in total alignment to your bottom line whatever that bottom line objective is. That's the difference. We're, we're business people. We've been business people. We, under, we understand the stack of marketing and media tools that are out there, all of them. And right. now we're going to say, wait a second, we can show you how PR strategy working in concert, not as a silo, in concert with the other things that you're doing can actually drive the business outcome that you need. That is a message that nobody out there in the PR world is saying to you right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's powerful, man. I'm, I'm super excited for you guys, and I'm going to continue to be a cheerleader and follow the success. So for those people, what's the best way for – is it just N6A.com? How should yeah. people reach out? You can reach out to me, you know, adeguido at N6A.com or N6A.com. We will get back to you, and the conversation is going to be incredibly meaningful and substantive. We know that you don't have money to throw away. We appreciate that you have a budget and that you have to keep within budgets. We're not just going to take that money and just kind of blow, away, blow it away. We're focused on your – we've managed bottom lines. We're going to focus how we can impact your bottom line, whatever that outcome is, and that's what you're going to get from us starting now. Love it. All right, listen, guys, if you're not following me now, go follow him. Check out N6A.com. Watch the death of irrelevant PR in the birth of outcome relations led by my buddy, Alan Matt at N6A.com. Al, it was a pleasure. Thanks for uh, being on the show. Thanks, Judge. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.